When Trust Business Lunch, Terry Savage on a Wednesday, the syndicated financial columnist and the author of the book Social Security Horror Stories, Protect Yourself from the System and Avoid Clawbacks. Hi, Terry. Welcome back. Hi. Speaking of that, we had a conference with some very high-level officials at Treasury. It appears the Treasury Secretary is looking into this whole issue of clawbacks, and I'm, I'm optimistic that maybe something will be done. For those of you that don't know exactly what we're talking about and may have missed the 60 Minutes piece as well that you were featured on or don't know about your book, you have written and talked a lot about what? Fill us in on that. Social Security is just messed up. That's the nicest way to talk about it. And over the years, they've made a lot of mistakes. In fact, $21.6 billion worth of mistakes. And a couple of years ago, they decided they should claw back the money that they mistakenly, they determined mistakenly, sent out to seniors and disabled people. Now, some of that was People who get public pensions should have an offset, but there was never a system set up so that those public pensions would be reported to Social Security, so they paid out full benefits. Sometimes they say, 20 years ago, you were over the disability income limits for a month or two, and so we're clawing back the fortune. It hits people at the worst time. And it started with an email or a, a a post on my blog from one of our listeners or one of my readers of my column across the country. I wrote a column and then I just was inundated with people who said, I'm alone. I'm old. They've stopped my benefits. They told me I owe them $18,000. Now I think the treasury, which the treasury secretary is actually the whole boss of social security, although there's a new Uh, administrator now. And I think they're going to work together. I've asked them, my co-author and I, Larry Kotlikoff, who is, by the way, the guru of Social Security. He wrote the original best-selling book, Get What's Yours from Social Security. And he has a wonderful software at MaximizeMySocialSecurity.com. Oh, remind me to tell you something in a minute. But anyway, here's what we've asked for. They can't go back 25 years. They've done that. 18-month limitation for clawback of their own mistakes. Yeah, A due process hearing, not just some nameless one of 10,000 representatives on a phone saying, no, we're going to turn down your request for a waiver. Due process. And finally, reinstate all benefits that they've suspended while they get around to figuring out whether they're going to grant a waiver. So I'm very hopeful that we will make a significant difference. And by the way, on that subject, so... An accountant I know in town called me and said, I have this woman and here's her story. It's about Social Security. And she doesn't think she's getting the right benefit. And her attorney's on the phone too. And I said, we have to go to MaximizeMySocialSecurity.com. Let me know how it works out. We don't know whether, I mean, now we know that Social Security made horrible overpayment mistakes. But they've never talked about Maybe they made underpayment mistakes. And so I got a call this morning saying, oh my goodness, she was being underpaid. And social sec- and the people at MaximizeMySocialSecurity.com are going to work with her to get back to Social Security and make sure she gets the correct higher payment that she's owed. She's a widow, I think. I do think they, that's what it was. Do, will they make up the difference? 
Uh, well, I don't know, boy. I'm going to be absolutely looking forward to hearing about that. You know, this, uh, this is real this time. making me feel nervous. Like, I don't check the receipt when I leave the grocery store to make sure I got charged the right amount for the right things. But uh, relative to your Social Security, I don't know what the receipt yeah. is, but it'd be nice to know if you're getting overpaid or be. underpaid. And, and according to Larry, and who's done this, you know, it's a $39 program. What I'm trying to do is get Social Security to buy it from them for a <laughs> modest amount. Tell them far to less, use it. Yeah. Far let, let them use it, and they wouldn't be making these mistakes. They could fire thousands of people, just do the right software, because it's been clearly proved that their software is faulty. Their records are faulty. You can't get through to talk to them. Well, I'm singing this tune for the last six months now, but I'm, I'm pretty excited because I think some parts of it will get changed. Boy, the... Um change you will make in people's lives terry not that you haven't already will really be profound thanks that's what i'm that's that's why i'm keeping my fingers crossed here terrysavage.com is her website okay so terry's on the line and markets are just uh, a little there there these days terry i've often wondered whether um it was easier to forecast the weather or the stock market <laughs> and, and just judging by tom skilling the beloved tom skilling yes I think there's more longevity to weather forecasters than I, stock market well, forecasters. I, think they're, I can think of gurus going back 30 or 40 years as long as Tom's been forecasting. I mean, oh my goodness. Joe Granville, anybody old enough to remember that? Bob Prechter, anybody old enough to remember that? Abby Joseph Cohn. Um, so many forecast elaine garzarelli boy i'm digging into the memory pit yeah but i think but, it's what you know what you're reminding us though is that the technology has changed so the weather forecasters can see they can tell you county by county block by block but oh that we would have that sort of technology looking ahead as to when the market's going to change or when an equity is going to move outside of insider trading terry lots of calls lots of uh, text messages what else do you want to do well, just let me say that I sent out my newsletter yesterday. You know, I, I write a newsletter whenever I'm in the mood. And um, I've decided I should be more disciplined about that. So I sent one out yesterday, mostly recapping some recent columns because I have subscribers from all over the country. They may hear me on late night radio and some shows and stuff like that. So I sent out a letter. And at the bottom of it, I had an interesting conversation. I was driving yesterday and I thought, I'm going to pick up the phone and call Denise Schull, a woman who I have respected forever. She uh, she created this whole concept of neuropsychology and investing. And she has a book uh, uh, called Market Mind Games. In fact, well, that's another long story. But anyway, I, I talked to her and I said, so what do you think? It's been a long time. It must be two years since we've talked. And she said, right off the bat, she said, well, Terry, remember, new highs breed new highs. And I just stop and think about it. And she went on to say that when the market is making new highs, as it's been and can sort of continues to do, when the market makes new highs, people who are already invested are really happy. They're not looking to sell. Remember, she deals with the psychology of the market. And she says those who are not invested are really annoyed, but basically they're just looking for a place to get in and buy. And she noted, it will take some exogenous event to make everyone decide to sell at once. Something, I said, like what? She said, it could be political, it could be global, whatever it is, but it will take some big and 
event outside the market to make everyone decide to sell at once. And by definition, those events are unpredictable. So don't fight the trend, was her comment. In other words, I think if I had pressed her, she would have said, yeah, the market's going higher until it's not. But at the end of my letter, I said, okay, but let me add quickly, when markets fall, they drop faster than when they rise. So if you are at the stage of life of approaching retirement or in retirement, don't get lulled into complacency. Gosh, there was a wonderful article. Fidelity's 401k accounts are coining millionaires. The number of millionaires in their 401ks are up 10% year over year. But the fact is, bear markets decline roughly 50% on average. Young workers, hey, that's great if you have a bear market. Mm-hmm. You keep protruding that $350 out of each paycheck yeah. and you're buying stocks or funds at bargain prices. But if you're in retirement, well, maybe you still want to be invested in the market to offset future inflation for growth, but maybe you need a little more chicken money on the sidelines and look at six-month T-bills at over 5.3%. That's the end of end of the savage truth for the day. Yeah, no kidding. That's good stuff. It's 1223. Let's um, pick up a couple of phone lines here. We'll start with Chris. You're on WGN. Chris, what's your question for? Hold on a second, Chris. I hit the wrong button. I think Chris is right. You'll do it, Pete. Thank you. Chris, you're on WGN. What can we do for you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. I'm a sanitary savage, and I just saw you at the AARP um, convention, and you were a keynote speaker. You're amazing. Anyway, my question is this, and I think you're going to yell at me, but that's okay. Um, How would you go back, if you had multiple employees, researching if you left the 401k there, money? Did you leave a 401k somewhere or do you have multiple 401ks that you left in a lot of places? Second. Oh, well that, okay. Have you gotten any mail from those previous employers? I have not. All right. You, but you did and you worked for them. You need to contact the company, ask for the HR department and make sure that they haven't turned that money over to the state which, because you haven't done anything with it, they might have done. Are these small businesses or large? All of them are large, but two of them um, either have merged or non-existent. Whoa. And you never got any mail? You didn't give them your... Okay, lesson one for everybody. I'm not yelling at you. When you leave yeah, your old employer, do a rollover. Go to terrysavage.com under columns put the word rollover, gives you instructions how to call them and directly transfer it to Fidelity or Vanguard and just, you know, buy that standard Port 500 index fund. Don't leave your 401k behind. No reason to do that. Now, in this case, you must contact the company and I hope you didn't lose all this money. Um, you how can is it possible post. that you would lose the money, though, if it was in a 401k? Well, you might you not know, find if, it, but it's still somewhere, isn't so it? So, the, the, well, you're an, are you an Illinois resident? I am. Okay, so the treasurer's uh, website is iCash, the Illinois treasurer. The uh, website is iCash.IllinoisTreasurer.gov. The the letter I, C-A-S-H, dot IllinoisTreasurer.gov. For those companies that might have gone out of business, not known where to send your money, it might have been sent to the Illinois Unclaimed Properties uh, site. So do me a favor, go there. And call us back next week and let us know if you found any there. Otherwise, go back to the the corporate. There's got to be some leftover uh, or or 
some new company that was formed where that money was rolled over. It's protected under pension law, but it could be a sheeted, that's a great word, E-S-C-H-E-A-T-E-D, is sheeted to the state if they can't contact you. Wow. Okay. Uh, good luck to you. Stay in touch, and thanks for the call. Terry, you want to take more calls? Ready to go. Okay. 312-981-7200. Uh, Diana, what can we do for you? You're on with Terry. Hi. Hi there. Well, I'm such a big fan, John, of you and Terry. Oh, great. But I do have a question. Yep. Okay, so we are retired, and we have Aetna Advantage Insurance. And I know she's talked so much about that, and the deadline for changing to Medicare is March 31st. But we called our com- our organization, and they said, well, that's we're a group, and that's single people with single programs. Is there a difference? There can be a difference. If your is is your advantage program through a union, for example, or a corporate retirement okay. program? Yeah, big federation of police. Oh, okay. Well, they have a lot of clout. I don't think <laughs> I don't think any major insurer wants to screw around with that. And okay, part of it is um, some of these plans, advantage plans are well yeah. negotiated, well organized, and they're even PPOs, which means instead of right. you being restricted, is that what you have a PPO also where you uh-huh. can choose? I your... do. Okay. Yeah. Then you can stick with that. What really mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried about is all the people who answer those late night TV commercials or those phone calls. You okay. should be getting free dental, free this, free that. You, you yeah. have no power in that. So don't worry about this particular plan. When you have... A, a union, typically it's a union retiree plan, nego- plan yeah. negotiating it. They're going to give you, you the power so that uh, the insurer will hold up their end of the bargain. Well, now you relieve my mind so much, Terry. Thanks. Okay, good. Thanks for the phone right. call. I'm glad you were able to join us. In fact, this letter, uh, this listener said, I received Terry's newsletter <clears throat> and appreciate the section on widows, two dear friends younger than 65 recently became widows. Uh, so just another a note of appreciation for you there, Terry. Thank you. I was, just so you know, John, I was reviewing my good friend Alexandra Armstrong's sixth edition of her book. It came out first in 1993, and I wrote a cover blurb for it back then saying, if someone you know becomes a widow, don't send flowers, send this book. So they've, she and her co-author have updated. It's about the financial issues and the emotional issues that widows face and uh, how it, it's all current and updated with technology and so forth. But the the emotional issues are are pretty hard. I, I, I wrote in my column that will run this weekend, actually, so you're getting a preview of that, that I know some widows now, given the fact that we're all getting older, in Chicago, women who were very powerful women on their own, often married to very powerful men, but women who I never would have expected would be in such an emotional and financial meltdown at the death of their spouse. And so I I recognize this is a big issue, and the facts are the facts. Women outlive men by three years. So I highly recommend Alexandra Armstrong's new book, um, On Your Own, A Widow's Guide. Hey, Terry Savage, I applied applied for FAFSA for my son a few weeks ago, and it still Uh, says pending. Are they all delayed? This is is really important. Um, A little background. FAFSA always started in September, or in the last recent years did. Then they decided to make it easier. 
smoother, uh, more technologically uh, appropriate. So you could download your tax return, which you were always able to do more quickly. And in the process, they messed up the whole FAFSA application. Applications which used to open in September did not open till December 31st. And when they did, there were there are 18 million FAFSA applications every year. They're so backed up. You have to get up in the morning, make sure that you filed, keep checking to make sure it's pending. They, once they process the form, send it out to all the schools to which you've applied. At that point, you're, you know, you applied to the University of Illinois, the University of Iowa, the University of Wisconsin, whatever it is. They're all going to get this FAFSA form which on which they will base their financial aid packages. There's should in ordinary years they'd be sending out those aid packages now as they receive the FAFSA completed forms. But families can't decide. Suppose I want to go to X university, they're only offering this, but Y university is offering a full ride. You have to wait till you get all these offers. And the schools can't make their offers till they know, have a better look at all the FAFSA forms. So it looks like it'll all be delayed a month. Now, if it's still pending, you might want to check and find out why. Is it because of a delay? in processing because they're so busy or is there some information missing so sign into your account and make sure there's no message that says wait you did this wrong or there's missing information long story but it's it's really a problem for families of high school seniors right now yeah that's a big deal it's 1240 let's go to uh bev you're on wgn radio with terry savage how can we help you bev hi yes um i had worked for montgomery wards for about 10 years and then they um my I had a pension, and then I tried to get my pension after I retired. Well, obviously, they went out of business, and then I understand that GE Capital took over, so I contacted them, and they said they had no record of me. And then I tried another company, I guess IGA or something like that, with the government. She just clicked out. She's going to hopefully be able to get back in. Uh, Presuming that she's still listening, what can you tell us? Yeah, this is always a problem. Um, There is the pension guarantee, which I think she was talking about, at the federal government. The problem is if the records are lost. And Montgomery Wards is so long ago. But the money theoretically should be there. The, The answer is... Post that question on my Ask Terry blog and let me do some detective work. Okay? I but can't I mean, give that, you an that's, answer that's right That's not the, the first top. call we had today from somebody worried about having lost pension monies. Yeah, and This I'm, is really important. 15, 20 years ago, people just, more than that, that people just coasted. And they didn't have responsibility for 401ks and so forth. The biggest responsibility you have to your money is to be organized. Gosh, you've heard me say that so many times. And when you leave a company behind, do a rollover. If you have people don't in the olden days, people worked for one company and got a gold watch. Now you're likely to work for three or four companies. You need to do a rollover IRA directly. Instructions again at terrysavage.com. Look in the columns for rollover and don't leave those things sitting around because you can lose track or the company can merge. And boy, it's tough. And I would also tell this woman to look at iCash at illinoistreasurer.gov because if she was an Illinois resident, 
I think I saw the latest figures. There's two and a half billion dollars in unclaimed property sitting at the treasurer's office. So that's the first start. Three three one says, "Hey, Miss Savage, I've got a T bill for four thousand dollars, ending on March seventh, twenty twenty four, giving me five point five three seven percent. Would it be wise to roll it over? If you agree, do I get the same percent?" No, no, you don't get the same rate. You get whatever rate is set at auction that week. And right now the rates are down around 5.33%. How you roll it over, though, is important. And you want to do that if it's coming up. You go into your Treasury Direct account and you click on Manage Securities. And then you click on that particular Treasury bill that's maturing on March, whatever it was. And you click Automatic Renewal. And you can do that two or three times with six-month T-bills, and you'll get whatever the rate is. It's guaranteed to be the best market rate because it's set by a global auction of peop- of companies and pension funds and so forth lending money to the U.S. government. And if you don't need the money, yes, by all means, roll it over. Otherwise, the $4,000 will drop back into your account, and then you'd have to go through the process of buying again. But if you do an automatic rollover, then the interest only will drop into your account on the day after you renew it. And you'll have $4,000 riding again in uh, treasury bills. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. More of your questions answered from Terry, but let's take care of some other business news. Here's Steve Grzanich. Start your timer. It's time for the Wintrust Business Minute, sharing Chicago's business news of the day. The American Dental Association appears ready to move its Chicago headquarters from Streeterville to the southern end of the Magnificent Mile. Cranes reports ADA is planning to sell its headquarters building to Lurie Children's Hospital. The 23-story building is at 211 East Chicago, adjacent to Lurie. No specifics about the sale price have been released. The dental group is planning to move to 401 North Michigan and is finalizing a lease agreement for that location. It's been headquartered on Chicago Avenue since 1965. Another pickleball company is preparing an expansion into the Chicago market. Pickleball Kingdom is actively looking for a location for its first local facility. The company currently has two locations in Arizona and Texas and has plans to open a dozen other clubs across the U.S. Pickleball Kingdom features professional-grade courts, state-of-the-art lighting, sound systems, and other amenities. No timeline for the expansion has been disclosed. A new pickleball facility opened recently in Naperville, and six new pickleball courts are now open in Grant Park. I'm Steve Grzanich, and that's your Wintrust Business Minute. Thank you, Steve. That sounds like a real good deal. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> what do you think, Mayor? Was that too. worth the effort? Here's the business of food with Steve Alexander. Thank you, and let's play Name That Tune. Ready? <laughs> we don't often hear that group on WGN, and I'll tell you why you're hearing it today after I thank the Chevy Silverado and ChevyDriveChicago.com for sponsoring us today. There's never been a better time to put a Silverado in your toolbox. Okay, a little more of the clue. You know I'm a dreamer. Yeah, this is one of those if you know, you know. And here's someone who does. Hi, it's Rebecca Clark with the Illinois State Fair. She's the manager of the Illinois State Fair, which is the state's annual celebration of agriculture, kind of the agapalooza, with a little music thrown in. Yeah, we've been starting to roll out our concert announcements for the 2024 Illinois State Fair, and we announced that Motley Crue will be coming to the Illinois State Fair on Saturday, August 10th. Tonight, tonight. Motley Crue, they've been around a while. 40 plus years, crazy. Yeah, some of those were pretty hard-lived years and kind of makes you wonder. You know, these are legends. 
I don't know how much longer Motley Crue is going to be able to perform live. I know they just wrapped up an awesome arena tour, but definitely makes me wonder, you know, this might be my last chance to see it on an affordable scale. Okay, Motley Crue coming this summer to the State Fair grandstands. We have several more concert announcements ahead of us, um, but tickets to see Motley Crue go on sale on Saturday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster.com. Most people will attend the fair for reasons other than Motley Crue. 707,000 showed up last year. The grandstands hold only 14,000. It's definitely that shiny toy that gets everyone's attention and gets starts to get everyone excited. The grandstand is absolutely a fantastic added bonus for our fairgoers. You know, Rebecca, for a lot of us, the fair is about food. What is your favorite food or beverage at the State Fair? That's very easy. I, every day, will have an apple cider slushie with ice cream. It's the most refreshing thing after a long, hot summer day on the fairgrounds. Rebecca Clark, manager of the Illinois State Fair. From the farm to your belly, today's National Chocolate Souffle Day. I'm Steve Alexander. That's the business of food on 720 WGN. By the way, just a postscript to what Steve Alexander was talking about a moment ago on the business of food. I see that via Ticketmaster at 10 a.m. Saturday, the tickets go on sale at $88 to $165 for Motley Crue. Jason Isbell is also going to be there. And the 400 unit with Ashley McBride, among others. That's all at the Illinois State Fair. Okay, Chicagoans, are you or a loved one living with diabetes or pre-diabetes and you want to improve your health and well-being? Illinois Pathways to Health invite you to join their next Take Charge of Your Health workshop. This is around diabetes. Register now for this free six-week Take Charge of Your Diabetes workshop. It starts March 18th. The best part It's from the comfort of your own home. Once a week, you'll meet via Zoom with trained leaders. They'll guide you through the workshop, teaching you the skills to help you feel better and get back to the things you want to do. Learn how impacting, uh, learn low impact exercises, skills to menu plan and read food labels, strategies to reduce pain, fatigue and depression and so much more. Register for this free Zoom workshop or find an event near you at ilpathwaystohealth.org. That's ilpathwaystohealth.org. Or call this number, 708-853-5433-1252 on the Wintrust Business Lunch. Terry Savage is on the phone or on the line. You're on the phone. Terry, more calls, okay? Yes, let's go. Mark, you're on WGM with Terry. What's your question? Hi. Terry, how you doing? Good. I, I um, Early 23, I donated. I, I, I put in uh, the maximum amount of contribution I could to my uh, health savings account. And then I retired in 23 at the end of April. Will I still be able to write that contribution off? Um, that's iffy. Um, and I don't know the answer to that. I'd have to get somebody from TurboTax to answer. The fact is, once you you can still have your contribution, but have you started taking Social Security is the question. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure, that's still a write-off. You got the whole year contribution. You made that up front. I'm sure, 99% sure, but ask your accountant that that's still a write-off for you. Good luck. Thanks for the call. Hey, Terry, I have $400,000 in my 401k plan. I'll be retiring this December. I'm converting the plan into a Roth. What's a good strategy in doing the conversion all at once or $100,000 a year? 
Are you sure you want to do that? Have you looked at all the implications? Why would you pay taxes now instead of later? Um, you could do a rollover. First of all, you probably unlikely to be able to do your 401k directly to a Roth. You'd have to do it to a, a rollover IRA and then convert to a Roth. And that huge hunk of income, $400,000 on which you will pay ordinary income taxes in a higher tax bracket will also impact your Medicare Part B premiums and Part D premiums. You need to go to a financial planner, um, not only just an accountant, but a financial planner can show you the implications. You may at some point want to convert some to um, a Roth IRA, but you also need to have money outside your retirement account to pay for the taxes. Otherwise, you're just eating yourself alive. So uh, you've heard me say it before, wealthramp.com. My friend Pam Kruger, I get nothing out of this, has uh, set up like a match.com for fee-only fiduciary carefully vetted financial advisors and they're not just talking about investments they're talking about the whole big picture of your retirement income your taxes your state plan and so forth so just don't make a decision like that without getting some good advice i'm 69 if i collect my social security will i be taxed on the increased income well that depends on your uh, tax bracket but don't <laughs> backpedal. I want to re- I, I, I want to reword that question. Will, will it be counted as income? And the answer is yes, right? Yeah, it is. And um, up to eighty-five percent of your social security can be taxed as ordinary income, depending on your total income bracket. But first of all, wait till you're seventy to collect social security. It's an eight percent difference for the rest of your life in every check. So please wait till you're seventy, and then if you're still working and you have high income. Uh, you're paying taxes on 85% of your Social Security benefits as ordinary income, but good for you. That means you're getting a lot of benefits. You have a lot of other income. Don't ever quit working to avoid paying taxes. It, that That's just not a nonsensical way to approach things. It's a pain to pay taxes, but it's also a privilege, not because you're contributing to America or anything like that. The privilege is that you are making money, and that's good for you and gives you more financial security. Gene, you're on WGM with Terry Savage. What can we do for you? I I love Terry and I love John. Question. <laughs> yes. Terry, I'm Terry, so I get prescriptions from a local pharmacy. They have treated me badly, and I want to know if I can change who I get my prescriptions from at this point. Sure. Your Medicare. Are you on Medicare Part D? It broke up a little there at the beginning. Yes, plan. Okay, sure. Sure, just check into your plan. Go online or call the number on the back of your card. There are many, many pharmacies, not just one, that will handle your Part D, the ones that are in the plan. I'm going to tell you something else. We just did a podcast. It'll be released uh, soon on Friends Talk Money, and it was triggered by the fact that I have a friend who does not have... um, drug insurance, walked into a Walgreens for just a a gastrointestinal, you know, doctor gave him a quick prescription and they said $109. I said, what? And so the pharmacist said, do you have GoodRx, the app? I said, oh, I sure do, knowing I could download it instantaneously. Anyway, it turned out to be (laughs) $16.80. So we did a whole podcast, did a bunch of research into this. And the fact is, number one, 
you have multiple pharmacies in your Part D plan. There are also mail order pharmacies where if you order a 90 day supply, the price might be lower. And you might also look up um, some of these prescription drug plans like GoodRx and you'll find out that maybe it won't count toward your deductible for your Part D drug, but it might be less expensive if it's a, a short-term kind of a That's need. a lot less expensive. By the way, this uh, conversation that we're having is podcast after the show. So later today, if you wanted to hear again what Terry has been talking about, just go to WGNRadio.com. And on the John Williams page, you'll see podcasts, and all of this will be there. You can listen to it at your leisure and take your notes as you go. Terry, it's always nice to talk to you. Oh, time flew. Thanks, John. That's TerrySavage.com.